I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Well, last week, we said, we told you what we're going to talk about this week. We did. Alicia, do you remember what it was? How the disciples felt and kind of what their thoughts might have been yep. when they heard Jesus like teaching and when he was talking about his own death and resurrection. So. Yeah, exactly. So I've made a few notes. I started in Luke. I'm oh, sorry, John. Mm -hmm. um, in John 13, starting at verse 36. Yeah. Um, Peter says, where are you going? And then Jesus said, where I'm going, you can't follow, but you'll follow later. Uh, and Peter said, right. Lord, why can't I follow you? I'll lay down my life for you. And Jesus replied, will you lay down your life for me? Truly, I tell you, a rooster will cr will not crow until you've denied me three times. And then we know that um, Peter was like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And then it happened. Uh, but even that, I'm like, did he think it was a metaphor? I know. Like, why? Because Jesus like, often taught in, like, yeah, parables. parables. But I'm like, he's been with Jesus long enough, I think, at this stage. Like, it's been three years. Yeah. To understand a little bit. I know. So it's just like, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and um, then, and then in verse in chapter fourteen, starting at verse five, Thomas goes on to say, "We don't know where you're going. How can we know the way?" Yeah. And then that's when Jesus says, "I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." If you know me, yeah. you will also know my father. From now on, right. you do know him and have seen him. Yeah. So I just am like, I don't, I think that when Jesus is saying where I'm going, you can't come. Yeah. Um, The sensitive side of me, if I was sitting at the table with them. Yeah. Probably would have said. Why are you leaving me behind? Yeah. Like thinking like, why are you not just going to another town or going on a trip or going on a mission yeah. by himself or and like you can't come. Yeah. Sorry. Like, why can't I come type of thing? Yeah. And I I suspect that's where the disciples were. Like, why are you telling us we can't come somewhere with you? We've gone everywhere with you for the last three years. Yeah. Other than exactly when you've gone to pray. Yeah. So, like, what? why are you now telling us we can't go somewhere with you? Yeah. And I, I think there would definitely be some confusion, maybe some sadness. Yeah. And I think as we get confused, I mean, generally as human beings, when we get confused or we don't understand things, yeah. we tend to be afraid of things. Yeah. Like, so, um, in John chapter two, yeah. uh, the, it says, the Jewish leaders demanded, what are you doing? If God gave you authority to do this, show us a miraculous sign to prove it. All right. Jesus replied, destroy this temple. And in three days, I will raise it up. Yeah. And then what they exclaimed, it has taken 46 years to build this temple and you can rebuild it in three days. 
But when Jesus said this temple, he meant his own body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered what he said. I think that they have this, like, now I know that he was talking to the Jewish leaders in that, but the disciples would have been present by the looks mm-hmm. of it. And so, like, there'd still be that, like, I don't, like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> how are you going to destroy this? And what, like, yeah. I think as they went over the three years that they were with them. Yeah. I think that things started to make more sense. Like, he was, like, connecting yeah. thoughts as he went, both to yeah. things that he'd already previously said. Yeah. And like they said, it, they they remembered what he said. It's like a connecting the dots. Yeah. It's just delayed. Yeah. Um, but also connecting dots to what they would know from their, their studies, right? As, um, true. as boys. That is true. The, the Torah and the scriptures that they knew by heart. Um, yeah, which is very true. As well. Yeah. Uh, in Matthew, so Matthew 16, verses 21 to 23, it says, From then on, Jesus began to point out to his disciples that it was necessary for them to go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders, chief priests, and scribes, be killed and raised on the third day. Peter took him aside and <laughs> began to rebuke him. Oh, no, Lord. This will never happen to you. Jesus turned and told Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me because you're not thinking about God's concerns, but human concerns. Which, uh, okay, in those short, compact verses, there is a ton. First of all, there is a ton. I am never, ever, ever going to be caught rebuking Jesus. No. I know. Isn't there? Sometimes I'll question why things are the way they are or why he seems to be doing what he's doing. Yeah. But I'm never going to say, oh, no, Lord, (laughs) that's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. I know. Like, now, I, I also think that Peter probably didn't say it in that tone of voice. Well, probably not. Jesus says straight out, I am going to die and three days later be resurrected. That wasn't a parable. That no. is, I can't imagine, based on Peter's response, he didn't take it as a parable. No. <laughs> I just can't imagine yeah. having that reaction. No, that is true. I don't think I could either. But, and okay, so here is the thing and for our listeners we didn't really like pre have conversations about any of this um but like okay so they know jesus raised people from the dead they would have seen water turn to wine and they would have seen people heal so at the same time like i'm like at what point do you take him at his word yeah i know but at the same time, there's that human nature where I think humans are skeptical yeah. and, and and can only wrap their minds around certain things. And I mean, it's hard. It's it's easy for me to say I would never say that to Jesus. 
Yeah. I don't think I would. I also know with all certainty that Jesus is the Messiah. Yeah. I also don't sit and have dinner physically with Jesus every day. No. Um, I have a spiritual relationship with him. Yeah. I don't have the same kind of physical relationship in yeah. person that the disciples yeah. had. And we yeah. know that Peter was one of Jesus' best friends. Yeah. So right? our, like maybe we're looking at a friend being like, uh, no, I don't want to lose you. So therefore, yeah. yeah, right. And maybe there was a piece of, I don't want to take chances if you're not coming back in three days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like for us, we have that hindsight. We know what happened. We know the truth. Yeah, exactly. Right? But they were still living in those moments, taking yeah. every step. Yeah. Trying to more and more understand. I know we've we've talked about the chosen a lot lately in our yeah. stuff. But the other day I was watching an episode and Jesus, you know, did some miracles and uh the disciples then started asking all sorts of questions. Oh no, he was talking to uh the woman at the well, maybe? Okay. And they were like asking him all the questions about why why would you do that? Don't you know who she is and all that yeah. stuff. And he eventually goes, okay, if you guys are going to ask me questions every time something unusual happens, we are yeah. going to have a very annoying time together. Yeah. Like, which I'm like, okay, that's funny. Yeah. But I'm like, there's also truth in that because Jesus knows what he's doing. Yeah. And the disciples are trying to catch up. I was thinking today, because there's like lots of times in the Gospels, again, flip-flop through and you'll see yeah. where the disciples have these reactions to what Jesus is saying, whether it's about his death or not. And yeah. and you can just see that they're like, what is happening? Which I don't blame them for. No. I don't blame them for it. No, But I wonder, in Matthew 17... Yeah. It talks about the transfiguration. Yeah. So what we know is that Jesus took Peter, James, and John up the mountain by themselves. Right. Um, and so it says, he was transfigured in front of them and his face shone like the sun. His clothes became white as the light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah, who yeah. have not been around for these people's lifetime mm -hmm. um, appeared to like them hundreds of years. Yeah. yeah. Talking with them. Mm -hmm. And then we read that like Peter recognized who it was Peter, who that he recognized Moses and Elijah, which spoiler alert, there weren't cameras. No, that that's actually very valid. I never thought about that. There's there's uh, I mean, maybe there was some drawing or like, I, I don't know. Yeah. But no. there's also something in his spirit rising up to say, like, this is. But I wonder if the transfiguration was the moment for Peter, James, and John that they were like, we get it. You mm -hmm. are, without a doubt in our minds, the Messiah. There's no going yeah. back now. And yeah. that Which if, is they, very possible. if they came back down the mountain with 
a confidence that they yeah. they might have lacked or it was a different kind of confidence in Jesus that than they had before the other yeah. disciples might have followed suit exactly and stopped questioning to the same extent that's just a thought that I had I don't know either. but like I think that that the transfiguration would have kind of brought to their minds like an undoubtable yeah yes you are who you say you are you are the way the truth and the life to the father yeah which is true because right now i see you standing there glowing talking to moses and elijah i don't know how you come back from that and not know um the more i look at the disciples the more i'm intrigued i know me too to think about try and put yourself in the shoes of the disciples yep Think about what your thoughts might have been after, as you went along the journey. Yeah. And then add in your own currently. Like, if you were there knowing what you know now. Yeah. Like, would that have shifted your perspective? Yeah, exactly. Next week is Holy Week. It means it's the week leading into Easter. Yeah. So we're just going to have some intentional conversation about that. Yeah. Um, Starting on Saturday, April 1st, Annie F. Downs has a podcast where she reads the Gospels. And so she reads through all the Gospels in in a month. And so it starts fresh again, April 1st. So if you're interested and you're like, I don't even know where to start. I don't know. Yeah. Join that. Follow Go along follow with, that with Annie. It's it's literally called "Let's Read the Gospels." If you want to do like read through the Gospels and and kind of see Jesus in these new lights by flip flopping through, yeah, this, this is a good way to start. Exactly. So, that's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyways, cool. that's yeah. what I have to say for today. Awesome. And we will talk to you next week.